Welcome back to Rush Jet Radio, a full franchise Mega Man retrospective podcast. I'm Nora, I'm joined by Curly. Hello, I'm Curly, once again. As always. We watched all of the Mega Man cartoon. Mega Man Ruby Spears, it's over. And you were right, you were so totally right to save this episode for last, because it is extremely dense as compared to the other episodes (laughs) that we watched last time, which were... Very shallow and not very good. This one was both quite dense and very good. Yeah, I thought it was. It was, um, it was a nice time. Yeah, uh, I vaguely enjoyed a, a glimpse into the show, the, the better show that Ruby Spears Mega Man could be that I often like to invoke while talking about this. Yeah, you know. So uh, this week we're talking about Mega X, which is the twenty sixth episode of the Mega Man animated series. Dr. Light has developed Litanium, a rare material that Dr. Wily has learned about and wants for himself to create a powerful plasma blaster. After Mega Man repels Wily's forces, Wily tries formulating another plan to take the Litanium when a portal opens inside Skull Fortress? Then invaders from the distant future arrive, but these are no ordinary invaders. These are Reploids, or Reploids, as the script says. Yeah, he totally says Reploid. <laughs> Vile and Spark Mandrill. Wily is easily intimidated by the future robots and strikes a deal with them, letting Vile have most of the Litanium for himself. Vile and Mandrill attack the power, the plasma power plant with do- where Dr. Light's Litanium is being made and overwhelm Mega Man. Vile almost destroys Mega Man and Roll, <laughs> but another invader from the future arrives and saves them. Mega Man X. Now, Mega Man and X, that's Mega Man X, must team up to defeat the evil alliance of Dr. Wily and Vile before the Reploids, or Reploids, can return to the future with the Litanium. Yeah, uh, so... I, I, I found myself liking this episode quite a lot. I mean, I went in wanting to like, you know, our last our last stab mm-hmm, at Mega Man mm-hmm. Ruby Spears, and I did. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I don't like X. I, I like that I don't like X. <laughs> As in, the, the X sucks, and in the specific way in which he sucks is very entertaining to me in this episode. Like, <clears throat> he's like... Uh, I have it in my notes here. Him as this like fish out of water hyper cop. Yeah. Is, like the first thing he does is like tell Mega Man to get down and then use his uh, like hyper blaster, which they emphasize is like vastly stronger than any weapon in the present time. And just immediately starts blowing up all of these like, you know, just normal facilities at the power plant. And Mega Man's like, please stop destroying everything. And he's like, no, the Mavericks must be stopped at any cost. And then Mega Man says, yeah, that's kind of what I'm worried about, man. I I like all of that. I just think that his face and his voice are bad. Oh, yeah, his face and <laughs> voice are bad. And I didn't, like, notice this until the end, but I, the, the voice is just, it's just Mega Man's voice, right? Doing a, putting on a voice. Uh, I didn't notice this, but I would not be surprised. I, he says some things at the end that made me think, ah, oh, that is Mega Man's voice putting on a voice. So I could be wrong. 
I don't see it on the under the wait. X is voiced by Michael Donovan, who is known for playing other cartoon action heroes oh, okay. such as Guile from Street Fighter the Animated Series. Yo, let's He go. also voiced it's Wes not Weasley. Not the same voice as Mega Man. Wes Weasley and Mad Mike from Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Vile is voiced by Lee Tokar, but is uncredited. Vile's voice is really good in this. Uh, he definitely hasn't like looked at the storyboards. Occasionally he delivers a line with like no emotion while his character is like smashing something behind him in rage, <laughs> but that is true. But but yeah, uh, the the reason that I like this characterization of X so much, specifically in pulling him back from the grim dark future of Mega Man X to the world of Ruby Spears Mega Man is one, it's like obviously the, you know, the conceit of the episode is that we're bringing Mega Man from a different world into the current world of Mega Man, right? And we're getting that getting that clash there. But also uh, Violent Spark Mandrill and X are all from a totally different show as well as a totally different world within the show, right? Like they don't. I mean, Vile kind of gets into the whole. Uh, he gets he gets like wilified by his his <laughs> contact his contact with the Wily and the Robot Masters, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, like X has like no interest in any of the sort of stuff that you know. And he, Mega Man is doing. He's also not interested in like. The fact that there's a younger Mega Man. Yeah, right. There's a younger. There's a young. There's like a. There's like a blueprint of him. He meets his father, and he's like is aware of that. He's like, it's like I'm walking through history, but beyond like a minor academic interest, it doesn't really register with him as like anything. And obviously, you know, the show has no interest whatsoever in the ramifications of time travel, and also as, except as a a means to steal valuables from the past, right? And also like. The Mega Man X games where X becomes a character who cares about things haven't been made yet when this episode goes right, out. Right, yeah. Um, Another thing uh, I was going to say is, so I said that like it feels like they're from a totally different show. And like when I got this was, you know, when Mega Man, when X first appears, uh, just just pr- prior to that, we have this, like, this shot where uh Mega Man is like firing at Vile and Spark Mandrill and it's just like bouncing off their armor and Vile's like, give it up. Our armor is is litanium. <laughs> is it no, I don't think it is litanium. I think it's just something else. Anyway, whatever it is, uh they're like Yeah, it won't be invented for an Yeah, no, he says it won't be invented for another three hundred years. Yeah. Which litanium has oh. it has been invented. <laughs> um This is contrasted with the scene that I tweeted where Mega Man just blasts a hole straight through Guts Man. Yeah. But like uh but yeah, like that whole scene, uh it's like it's real like Vegeta and Nappa at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z vibes, right? Like Oh yeah. Like we're we're like so much stronger than anything you can bother doing and like them sort of like menacingly walking through the uh, you know, the outskirts around this power plant or whatever, just like smashing everything, but like you know, without without like glee or sort of camp, I guess, in the same kind of way as uh, Wily's forces in the Ruby Spears show, right? Mm-hmm. But then the other thing as well that I was going to say is that the reason that I like this characterization for X so much is that having him be this like boring by the numbers, you know, but extremely destructive machine is like it's the contextless conclusion of Doctor Light's whole deal, right? Like. When Dr. Light dies, 
the things he has made will result in this, right? Because he's not around to put like mm. his, uh, you know, grandpa on the farm sort of <laughs> family vibe on it, or the uh, the don't act like a monkey chimp. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there won't be like a goofy robot dog. Yeah, exactly. I um, I love Spark Mandrill in this. Yeah, Spark Mandrill is great. Why is he Austrian? What's he, what's that about? Arnold. Yeah, he's Arnold. Um, and he has three lines in the entire episode. I caught two of them. I don't know what the third one was. Maybe he says something in that last fight. Yeah, he has the one portal. tiny line. I think he says less than 12 words total. Yeah, definitely. And, like, we get a lot of, you know, early on we get a lot, like, Vile, like, walks around and tells him what to do, and he's the heavy. He smashes everything. That's why I got the whole Vegeta Napa. Yeah, definitely. Because he's this big, bulky guy that's getting bossed around by this little twink with a cannon on his shoulder. Unfortunately, um, Spark Mandrill doesn't, like, fly up and break a plane with his hands. (laughs) Yeah. I love Vile. I think he's yeah, Vile's I think great. he's my favorite Mega Man character. Yeah, I think you've you've alluded to that before, and I think it will be borne out even further as we get deeper into the Mega Man X stuff. He is a very different character in in this episode, obviously, than he is in the in the games, because he's a very like petulant, like whiny guy in the games, because he's like mm. he is obsessed with X and keeps failing but keeps trying to fight x yeah oh. there's like the a little bit of that in this mm-hmm. i i especially like that uh dr wiley is rejoicing about them having stolen the litanium because he's going to get his super blaster working or whatever and vile says spare me your your pathetic human emotions <laughs> but then immediately like starts flirting with x as soon as they're fighting <laughs> so uh, and also, like, he somehow he calls Sigma through time, which, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and he says, we did the objective. Anyway, I'm going to go pick a fight now. <laughs> yeah. And the, ti- the time portal has, like, already appeared. They could just leave. They could but... just leave. <sighs> uh, oh, yeah, the other thing, I guess, was that I... Yeah, I had my I had my read that it feels like they've come from a totally different show. But then they revealed that Sigma wants to steal the Litanium to sell. And I was like, ah, yes, it's the same show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same show. With darker lighting. Yeah. Yeah, the the light like the the sort of animation, the like the lighting and like the sort of composition, I guess, of this episode feels quite different to the other ones. It feels like a lot more like a final episode than the other ones. Yeah. Do. Like the the final episode of that we watched last week was really just a normal episode with a final shot on it. Yeah, and like the final shot was just he flies into the sunset, but yeah. three seconds before that he was fighting Proto Man. <laughs> yeah. So this one at least has him say, like, I'm glad there's somebody protecting the future. It's like, ah, even if the yeah. show is ended, in the future there will be Mega Man. Yeah, don't uh, don't look up how the Mega Man X games end, Mega Man. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, just uh, yeah. the future is Mega. That that is true. There is a, there is a great deal of Mega Man left. We're merely at the threshold. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone enjoyed hearing our intro 
for the last time because um this is it we've we've watched the whole show uh we've explored as much as we can the uh the individual episodes uh do you have any wrap-up retrospective thoughts i know this whole podcast is a retrospective but i was gonna say just like one last thing about this episode i guess i mean this this works as a pretty great sort of like retrospective on the Mm -hmm. show which is that in this episode uh cut man and snake man disembark from the skulker to accost uh or the skull jet i guess it is to accost mega man they say stop mega man and mega man shoots back at them or whatever uh so cut man shoots like a cut a boomerang at mega man he like throws it at snake man he like you know swaps their weapons on each other and they are undone uh, and then the, we get a shot of their like disembodied heads <laughs> lying on the floor like in a pile of like their limbs and stuff and they're like bickering about whose fault it is and then they get like scooped up by a magnet while dr wiley runs away and it's like you, you you clearly know how to do entertaining levity with the like characters you've got, you know. Like I I thought that was funny, and mm-hmm. I think that if it, that and we've had it a few times, right? Like the uh, I want to say like the the Wild West episode had some, some quite a lot of this stuff, you know. When when we were really optimistic that maybe season two of this show was going to be different, <laughs> it's like they knew they they clearly knew how to do entertaining levity and even just like jokes that sort of <laughs> make you want to pay attention to the show right uh and they just didn't quite stick it mm-hmm. which is a shame yeah because you know Mega Man's cool and this show only sometimes seemed to know that yeah i i wonder you know like Sometimes it seems like some of these problems come from just, like, we're making a cartoon. Not, like, which, <clears throat> like, I don't know how to phrase this, but, like, it's not... You mean, like, it, they're not... Sorry, you go ahead. It's not that, like, oh, I think that if they liked Mega Man, personally, the show would be better. It's that, like, it feels like they are kind of approaching it, like just any other cartoon and not right yeah they're not adapting source material yeah. right they're just making a tv show which is Mega Man flavored yeah but they didn't like come up with any structural substance mm. to that it's just uh yeah. we know the parts of a tv show we've, right, we've done yeah. one uh, but the the, so... the gimmick of this tv show is it's Mega Man, and that's not yeah a strong <laughs> gimmick. <laughs> so, this being a full franchise media retrospective podcast, do you, do you reckon we should bring in the like historical context of how this ended up getting made? Because I was reading about this a little bit today. Yeah, I thought, I know, thought it was kind of interesting. Just that, as we've sort of alluded to, but maybe not discussed in great detail, is that this was made by the Scooby Doo guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the what Wikipedia calls veteran writers, uh, Joe Ruby and Ken Spears. That's the Ruby Spears company. I don't know if you knew this. I learned it today. Uh, Mega Man was the penultimate series that Ruby Spears Productions made before they folded. I learned that when you told me today. I did tell you that today, didn't I? Okay, yeah. And then uh, they, they made one more show that was, I think, running concurrently with Mega Man a year later after they had actually closed and you know, they were just finishing the broadcast 
called wait I, the name is is just a, like four nouns in a row uh, uh yeah sky surfer strike force sure but uh yeah apart from that like the the wikipedia article for like what, like the the wikipedia article in the studio is just really bad and it doesn't really say why they closed just that they closed and yeah, the Mega Man was one of the last things that they did. Also, as I was telling you earlier today, uh, Joe Ruby and Ken Spears died quite recently. Which yeah, they they died they died while we've been making this show, which I didn't know about until today. I also didn't know that until today. Uh, yeah, turns out that 2020 was pretty pretty harsh on everyone. I guess yeah. So uh, I am yeah. looking at the Sky Server Strike Force page now. Yeah, Sky Server Strike Force, I think, possibly quite like uh, Mega Man Ruby Spears, has a very bombastic opening. I think it's probably quite bad outside of that bombastic opening. The titular five-piece superhero team are Earth Guardians against the vile, the vile Cybron and his bio. Yeah, Cybron. Cybron and his bioborgs. Also, it has a character called Sore Loser. Oh, yeah, that's it. The, the main character is called Crazy Stunts. Or, oh, sorry, a secondary character is called Crazy that's Stunts. That's Mickey Flanagan, a.k.a. Sky Surfer 2, Crazy Stunts. Yeah, so you get Sky Surfer 1, who's just called Sky Surfer 1. Crazy Stunts, Slice Ice, Sliced Ice, Air Enforcer, and Sore Loser, as in Sore, like fly. Uh-huh. But it's... <laughs> um, let's see. We got... Crazy Stunts, born on June 18th, 1979. Crazy Stunts uses a blaster pistol for each hand as his signature weapon. The pistols can also shoot out whip-like wires and are powered by small diamonds. Crazy Stunts is a happening young dude <laughs> and often uses phrases like, hey dudes, and other current jargon. <laughs> <clears throat> we should look into this, maybe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know if I have it in me to watch a, another two season show of Ruby Spears about something I don't even like care about. Well, I'll watch one episode and see how it is. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, we we could watch one episode, I guess. Uh, I believe. I has this been like picked up? I feel like it has. I feel like a more recent. Uh, maybe they just it ran, syndicate it now. They aired reruns of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I saw something that looked like a sort of like, you know, Adult Swim have bought this, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, but it doesn't appear to be referenced here. Oh, uh, yeah, I found a YouTube playlist with the the series here. Most of it? Wait, is this in Russian? <laughs> I'm not, definitely not going to watch it in Russian. This is a Russian dub of Sky Surfer Strike Force. Got to get your kids' TV somewhere, I guess. So yeah, I don't know. Like other retrospectives on other, other retrospective thoughts on Mega Man Ruby Spears. I mean, the sort of the headline is this is a show that we sort of, by and large. Moderately enjoyed <laughs> at times. At times. Sometimes earnestly and sometimes not so earnestly enjoyed. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I don't I don't subscribe too heavily to the difference between those two things. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> but and yeah. like, yeah, it, I guess sort of like you know, this was a show that yeah, like you like you say, we moderately enjoyed it at times, and also like, I feel like most of the time we could see. We could see what we wanted this show to be, right? Mm-hmm. And it, obviously it never was. It very rarely was what we wanted it to be. But I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting that it sort of like, I don't know, got made, right? Yeah. I don't know how they made 27 of these. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the really impressive part is how you, how you managed to make 27 of the same episode of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best episodes of this show were the two time travel episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's pretty reasonable. The other one, what was the other one? The fucking Mega Man comic book. No, yeah, no. I mean, sorry, the other one that I liked, oh, yeah. apart from the two time travel episodes, which I liked, one of which was just Back to the Future Two, was uh, uh. The the one with the 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 the, gin, the the dragon. There was a dragon. Uh, I believe that one was Master of Disaster. Master of Disaster. That was it. I remember liking that one. I don't know if I remember quite why, but I remember liking. It had a seven-headed dragon. Oh yeah, that was it. The episode that we did on it was called Seven-Headed Dragon Pussy, wasn't uh-huh. it? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. We've also got some things in here. You know, you remember Robosar Park. I certainly do. Like, that's it, right? Is that, like, watching this show has been a really good insight into... I don't know, like... But people people post about this show, right? Like, I'd seen posts about Gutsman's ass before I even <laughs> knew there was this TV show, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just Gutsman's ass. There's, like, other, you know, striking images or weird episode premises. And I've enjoyed watching some of those. And I've enjoyed, like, the look into... I guess the kind of, like... The kind of like sort of phoned in business like let's make an episode about this, let's make an episode about this, let's make an episode about this that ended up producing the kinds of things that became, you know, sort of disposable but still striking cultural memories for people, mm-hmm. right? I'm just looking back at all these episodes and like as long as you start with episode one, there's no like required order here. So you could, in theory, like, mix and match episodes to make, like, here's the, here's two episodes with a common thing, and, like, do something with that. But there's no yeah. overarching, like, there aren't, it's not even, like, when I watch Neo-Human Kashan, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, lots of episodic adventures and Mm. Kashan walks into a town and encounters an issue or a problem or a or a fight and then he keeps mm. walking. But over the course of those episodes, like here and there there will be a development, like, oh now mm. we have the MF gun, or now we have uh, you know, Breaking Boss has created the the uh treble, like the evil robot dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and will this be, doesn't even we'll have be seeing again later. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't even have that kind of thing. Like, the Wily of episode 27 and the Wily of episode 2 are, like, the same. The same. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they have no experience of previous events, right? Yeah. Like, 
they all have an equally uh, detailed like relationship of I have been foiled before, which was yeah, the case right. in episode one. Yeah, I guess the other thing is that like I you know obviously the format of the show kind of limits Mega Man from or anyone in the show from learning anything ever, mm-hmm. but like it also doesn't escalate like it doesn't feel like nothing you know there's no the episodes the episodes feel so similar that there's no like you say i mean there is literally no carryover between episodes but also it feels like after the 27th episode it feels like you've just watched the first episode again you know yeah and also like when it does escalate it treats it the same as any other episode. So, right, like, yeah. Mega Man fighting a big robot spider in the city and Mega Man going to the moon are, like, treated with the same level of drama. And yeah. Dr. Wily is going to steal some gold from a train as the same stakes as Dr. Wily is going to boil all of the o- Earth's oceans <laughs> to hold the UN hostage to do something. Has the same stakes as... Wiley has shrunk the city of Chicago and placed it under a dome. <laughs> maybe the show was good, you know. Maybe, maybe th- that was that was a highlight. Doctor Wiley stealing cities to sell to art, like to evil art dealers, oh, was yeah. like quality. <sighs> Mega Man, Mega Man, super fighting. I think, robot. yeah, super fighting robot Mega Man. I think, like as we always knew was the case. Uh, doing this podcast about the show was going to be one of the most fun things about watching <laughs> Ruby Spears Mega Man, right? <laughs> yeah. If it weren't for a podcast, I never would have finished... Never would have watched more than one, maybe. I Yeah, I think it's the kind of thing that I would have told myself I would do in 2014 or something and gotten seven episodes in before putting it down, never picking it up again. I have on my shelf a DVD set of Legend of Zelda... Someday I'll watch that. <laughs> I really want to. I just never got around to it. But it's there. Yeah. It's only like seven episodes, I think. Hmm. It's not even like a full thing because it was like part of a different show. But yeah. Uh, we have an email. Wait, let me check trivia for Mega Man. For Mega X. <laughs> Um, this marks the first time that the Classic and X series cross over in an official product. It happened again at the end of Dreamwave's short-lived Mega Man comic, and more successfully in two Mega Man stories from Archie comics. Well, that's cool. One of which is the uh, Sonic crossover as well. All right. The episode was partially meant to be a sneak preview of a Mega Man X cartoon series that was in the works. Uh... However, the show never made it past development stages because of the Mega Man show's cancellation. They say Repleroids. Oh, apparently, apparently Repleroids is the original Japanese. Damn. Viola Weeb? Huh. And they misspell Sigma as having a C in it. <laughs> this this piece of trivia is great. Uh, this is the last episode that Snake Man appears in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. 
Mega Man, Mega Man X is shown to be able to use and charge up Robot Master special weapons when he gets Snake Man's power and supercharges it. This is the only instance happening in the franchise to date. Uh, <laughs> the song played at the end of this episode is Take Cover by Mr. Big, and this song was a big hit in certain countries and even went to number one in some of them, including Japan. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep getting away with this. Unlike his game counterpart, X is much more reckless and faster to resort to violence and does so whenever and does whatever is necessary to complete the mission. Similar to Mega Man X uh similar to Mega Man, comma, X received a drastic design overhaul for his cartoon appearance. The cartoon X is considerably considerably tall with a lean physique, concave chest details, a white belt, and additional armor plating on his arms. Dr. Kane's momentary appearance also depicts him as a much younger man, very similar in design to Dr. Cossack from Mega Man 4. In contrast, Vile, Spark Mantle, and Sigma are almost are nearly almost are nearly almost accurate <laughs> to their video game design. <laughs> Normal phrasing. Yeah. Mega X. We uh we just got a question, by the way. Oh word. Our, our our first email was a very detailed and very helpful explanation of the function of turbines in helicopters and their distinction from jet engines. So thank you very much for that. Should I read it? I mean I've I've read it now. I <laughs> you can if you want. Just that this this other one is a is a question about the show. Um, rank the fetish appearances in Mega Man Ruby Spears. We did kind of we we kind of you know set this one up. I think. How many were there? Hmm. Yeah, we weren't keeping very robust notes on this, were we? There's shrinking. Can we just like look down the episode list and, yeah. and see what we've got? All right, Mega Man Ruby Spears. Okay. Okay, so, so mind control. Yep, mind control. Uh Electric Nightmare has like constriction, I think. Mhm. Right, cuz he controls the electrical wires with the Atari controller. Yeah, he controls the the elect- all the electrons in the city with an Atari controller and he uses them to tie Mega Man up with like an iron an, an iron cable. Uh Okay, yeah. So mind control uh, shrinking. Probably nothing in this earthquake episode. Uh, body swap. I mean, body swap is definitely in here somewhere. Yeah, right? bot transfer. Uh, bimbofication from Rubbersaw Park. Oh right. Uh, a spacesuit's a fetish. Uh, what's the difference between a fetish and a kink? Good question. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's that's for other people with stronger opinions <laughs> on the issue than me to answer. Uh, constriction, but by a squid. Oh man, this episode. I remember this episode in the sea being very. Oh yeah, because the fucking. Dr. Wily tries to trap Dr. Light by making a one-to-one replica of his lab <laughs> walk into the sea. 
<laughs> and it walks down to the ocean. Oh, yeah. Uh, furries. Is that a... Does that count? Yeah. I think so. Uh, tiny Mega Man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, shrinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, bad body swap. Uh, there has to be someone out there who has a kink for fucking Airman's horrifying shredder redesign in this show. <laughs> Yeah. I think honestly, like we could we could we could exhaustively itemize all of the all of the fetish stuff in this show, but I don't think for me, I don't think anything is gonna beat uh the mayor's giant robot parents. Right. Calling him a bad boy while he's like you know, wearing baby clothes. Right. So all all the time age play? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think then body swap. I don't think the construction is specific enough, but I will type tentacles. Okay. I mean, yeah, there's a squid, so. There's, the thing about the mind control is there's a lot of it. There is a lot of mind control. Yes, a lot of a lot of robots are reprogrammed, and you know. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just looking down this episode list, like a, like staring into the flames, you know, like flashbacks of <laughs> magical lion men <laughs> emerging from beneath the earth. Twenty twenty was a weird year. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a lot of Mega Man. Well, I've got Uh, six here. uh Uh-huh. And I think that might be all of them that I can think of. Robot parents, body swap, mind control, shrinking, tentacles, bimbification. Okay, so, like... I, I I mean obviously the 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 robot parents one is the most striking for me but I, mm-hmm. what are we what are we ranking them according to the, the email didn't say uh, most most effective like hmm most memorable well that's definitely robot parents for me uh, yeah and then I don't know and then I think mind what control. Yeah, yeah, mind control sounds about right. Shrinking. See, the shrinking, I, I, I want to say is memorable, but the episode it's in is not memorable at all, really. It's because it's kind of a one note. Yeah. Thing. It's just, it's just, it's just Mega Man like being small and getting away from people inside like cars. <laughs> um, then I think body swap, bimbification, and tentacles. Yeah, body swap. I remember being like one of those really key examples of something I wish they would had more fun with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there you go, anonymous emailer. The six fetishes of Mega Man Ruby Spears. 
<laughs> Exhaustively ranked for your convenience. Well, any any closing remarks on on Mega Man Ruby Spears before we shove it in the vault forever and never talk about it again? Will we never talk about it again? No, but we we do that every time we talk about a Mega Man game. As in, that's, we, that's we make that joke every time we talk about a Mega Man game. Uh, are we gonna keep? Now you've got our podcast, or are we gonna do I was... jack off? <laughs> jack on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but we we'd say, but we're like we're we're, we're signing off, so it's it's jack off. Jacking off. <laughs> uh, this is Rush Chat Radio. Jacking off. Yeah, I quite like that actually. Uh, how do you feel about the future? Is mega? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, if it was a whole Mega Man X series, I guess. But I mean, the future can can mean legends. Can mean True. Star Force. Are we gonna watch that bootleg Mega Man Legends TV show? We are, aren't we? If we if we keep at it for long enough. Oh, <laughs> the the Kickstarter one, Red Ash. Red Ash. That was it. I wanted to say like Red Earth. Close enough. It's it's out there and it's like twelve minutes long, right? I guess. I think that's true. I'll just put it in the YouTube and see. Red Ash. Uh, I think this is it. Red Ash. I think this is it, and it's 23 minutes long. Yeah, 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 this is it. That seems like prime... Prime Patreon commentary track photo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. After we've like played a Mega Man Legends game, I guess. Yeah, because this is definitely just fake roll. Slash, what's that character? What's that Tatsunoko character? Which which one? Oh, Yataman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yataman. I think with the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a. I thought there, Yatterman. There is, there is a there is a girl Yatterman. Okay. I was like, wait, I thought Yatterman was a girl. Yeah, Yatterman two is the girl Yatterman two. She looks even Yatterman. more like girl. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm perfectly perfectly happy to pivot Rush Jet Radio into <laughs> a, just a general Tatsunoko anime show after <laughs> we get through every piece of Mega Man media ever. Look, I've got. Tekaman <laughs> on my hard drive. Hell yeah. I've been meaning to watch more of it. I, I have watched quite a bit of, of old, old Yes, Man. Space Knight Tekaman. <sighs> Alright. Uh, so one last thing before uh, we head out. What is it? What is it called? Uh, Rockman EXE? That's right. Okay. So I have this YouTube link of the Rockman EXE first opening. Now, is it the English one or the JP one? The JP one. Right. Okay. Uh, and I thought we could watch it 
on the podcast right. as our teaser for what the future will hold. Okay. Do we wait before we do this? Before we get fully into next time on, do we want to eulogize Spark Mandrill or do we not? Want to oh do that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I got completely. Tough. That's okay. I t- I too am excited to get to something else. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Spark Mandrill. I think it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Spark Mandrill. Where are you? There you are. Uh, great. Clicking Spark Mandrill's name on this page for the Ruby Spears cartoon sends me to a, 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 an element of a list of cartoon iterations of Mega Man characters that does not link back to this main page. Come on, MMKB. Sort it out. Your Ruby Spears stuff is lacking. Everything else is great. All right. <clears throat> Spark Mandrill, known in Japan as Spark Mandriller, was a Mandrill-type reploid from Mega Man X. He was a maverick hunter that served in the 17th Elite Unit alongside X, which was under Sigma's command. When Sigma started his rebellion, Mandrill blindly followed his orders and joined him in the destruction, being considered a maverick. He took over a power station to secure an energy source for Sigma's forces and cut off power to the city. One second. Because there was only light resistance, Mandrill left most of his fightings to his underlings, spending his time gorging himself on pure electricity, fresh from the generator. In, in Rockman Crossover, Spark Mandrill was one of the four bosses from World <laughs> 1. Spark Mandrill could be easily defeated with shotgun ice, as launching sh- as, as launching another shot after Spark Mandrill thawed would simply refreeze him, allowing him to be defeated without him doing a thing, which is probably why he died. <laughs> this, however, did not apply to his appearance in Mega Man Extreme, as Spark Mandrill had invincibility frames when he thawed out, making him invulnerable to being frozen again until they wore off. Uh, yeah, that's not, not a lot about Spark Mandrill's personality or characterization throughout the years on this page. The exploit on his uh, on the shotgun ice makes Mandrill an infamously easy maverick to defeat, as players could simply freeze him, wait, and repeat. This was known to many fans as Spark Mandrill Syndrome, a term seemingly created by Gerard <laughs> Khalil, aka the Completionist. No, no comment on that. I think <laughs> that one's got a footnote and everything. Well, short obituary. Yeah. Um. All right, now let's watch the Rockman EXEOP. Now I think I've watch... watched this. I think I have watched this before, but I, I am excited to watch it again. All right, so I'm going to count us down so that I can put uh-huh. the music in the episode and all that. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Yeah, I have watched this before. It rules. This owns. Oh, I'm grooving. This is great. <laughs> ooh, ooh. The guitar, though. 
That's Proto Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sai. Let's go. Let her rip. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty Beyblade esque. That's him! Skull Man, probably. Shark Man, probably. Mega Man. This rules. This is so good. This is great. Unironically, very hyped to watch this show for like th three years. <laughs> uh, this show and the next show and the next. <laughs> yep. One of the while we're here, do we want to watch the the North American opening? Yeah, sure. Let me see. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Uh. Uh. Mega Man, like, Mega Rockman EXE stuff has kept going to the point that the most recent show, um, I have it downloaded and it doesn't have subtitles. <laughs> it came out, like, two years ago. Wow. That's cool. Okay. Here's the version I've got. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm on the same one. Okay. I am indeed. Alright, count us in. Three, when you're ready. two, one, go. Yo, Mega, Mega Man! Man. <laughs> Mega Man! Oh, this, this opening does have Forte in it though, so... Who's to say if it's good or bad? Yeah. <laughs> they really, really use that shot of Land plugging in the pet, like, <laughs> three times. <laughs> that was a- that was a Killer Instinct voice! <laughs> Saying NT Warrior. God, that is Mega fucking Man. awful. That's so bad. I'm gonna just see... What kind of eye catches do you think... Uh... Oh, God. I mean, it can't have horny Ruby Spears Rush in it, so... It can't have the cut from Vile about to shoot Mega Man to death and then immediately cut to sexy Rush saying... <laughs> Messages, back back, <laughs> and then the the one when they come back is them all like playing around with Rush, and then we <laughs> cut to them being like electrocuted against this rock. Great, a great show. Well, uh, Mega Man. <laughs> uh, where can people find you online? Should you wish, you can find me online at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace, where I do tweets or at 
twitch.tv slash curlebrace with no underscores where I do live streams, including one with this person, Nora. What? Where we... Yeah, it's a, I, I don't know when we're going to do it. It's sometime in the indeterminate future. I'm trying not to be too obsessed with the schedule. But uh, we just we just play roguelikes because we like them. We're going to play some classic Spelunky next time. Or you can watch my other show where I play Spelunky 2 <laughs> as a chat show. Uh, those are on sometimes. Follow the channel. You'll find out when. Nora, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I do at norablake.online. You can support the podcast at exportaud.io. That's patreon.com slash exportaudio. Uh, you can find me at the thesecondbestgame.club, which is journal updated. We're about to upload our Radical Dreamers episode, which is one of the shortest, I think maybe the shortest episode we've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a much shorter game than usual, right? Yeah, and there's not that much to dig into, but it was a okay. Super Nintendo game. It was also a downloadable Super Nintendo game via satellite, so it was pretty small. Whoa. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, the Satellaview. It's wild. Um, oh. But yeah. Uh... Thanks for listening. For yes, the- <laughs> if you've uh, if you've kept it up the whole time, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Or you know, if you're from the future, <laughs> maybe a hundred years from now, reading our archives on this show. Thanks for thanks for doing that. I don't know. It's if been you, fun. If you are listening to this three years from now, and we're still putting out episodes, say congrats to us. <laughs> Yeah. We, we deserve that. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the last time, now you've got our podcast. Now you've got our podcast. <laughs>